Welcome, amazing and beautiful people, to the Dairy Agile episode 45, this Friday, December the 23rd of 2022, the last couple of days of this kind of, kind of, what kind of year was that? And today, today, I'm doing this introduction before a show that we live stream on our YouTube and Rumble channel. So once again, if you'd like to see myself, if you want to see my face... My ugly, very special, smiley face of the Coach AF. And my guests, sometimes when I've got guests, uh, you could go uh, wherever you pick up this podcast, wherever you pick it up on Spotify, Apple, uh, Amazon, Deezer, iHeartRadio. By the way, I would like to thank you so much for your um, support this year. You are so many from three continents, uh, top of five big countries. You're listening to my folly, my agile folly, my business agility and scrum craziness. So thank you so much. And today, today for this monthly podcast, the last one of 2022, we are going to address, oh my goodness, I'm so bold. I'm so crazy. We're going to ask, is agile communist or capitalist? Sorting like this is not completely full binary. So you're going to see the next hour. I go with an editorial. So I won't do it again here. But I'm, I wanted to do for you, my special subscriber, my special follower of the Dare Real Agile podcast. Yes, you are 5,000 and more in counting. Uh, we grow out of 138% more uh, download this year. I really appreciate it. And I saw that you love a lot the, the uh, interaction I had with Daniel Music, uh, with uh, Isabelle Girard and English and so many more. Uh, so that was a great year for the podcast. And uh, we are going to have another one next Friday the 38th for the end of year anti-retrospective with myself. So once again, if you'd like to watch it live, the English version of the Onward 2023, speaking about CDBC, Bitcoins, AI, humanity or technology, anti-fragile shots and everything like we are going to give you some business utility predictions. So if you'd like to watch live, it's going to be this. Actually, yeah, that's kind of bizarre because if you catch it in time, for my listener, you probably get this podcast uh, early this Friday morning, the 23rd of December. And if you have time, come and watch me live um, on the 23rd at 12 for the English version. And the French version, the version en français, sera le 30. But I'm going to put probably both of them for the weekend of New Year's Eve uh, on the 30th on this podcast where you download it. Yes, download it. And please, there's so many interactions. I receive so many. Uh, you buy me coffee uh, with uh, on the link all in the description, by the way, uh, wherever you are or directly on my website, They're Real Agile, They're Real Agile, altogether.com. So today for this podcast about is it communist or capitalist? Uh, we are having half an hour of me rambling, uh, explaining my point about centralization, decentralization, uh, how agile should be something above and beyond this uh, craziness of asking those questions, is agile feminist, is agile communist, blah, blah, blah. But we have to state it. And, and you'll see, I did something, an experiment, and it worked. I've got two subscribers who called in on Zoom. And so uh, I'm going to do it again. And it's, it's amazing. Uh, and um, so they were calling. So you will hear on the second half 
an interaction, open mic, it's an open microphone where people were calling, like in the whole time at the radio, they were calling the hotline, so I was welcoming them, expressing whatever they want around the subject, of course, but uh, you're going to see uh, when we talked about decentralization, some people are triggered about the Bitcoin movement, so anyways, so this is uh, the next hour with me, after a great French song, Uh, 1990, it's called 1990, 1990, Jean Leloup, John the Wolf, because, because the spirit of talking about this movement of agility uh, with the VUCA, that song was written by this French-Canadian, Jean Leloup, John the Wolf, uh, following the collapse of the Soviet Union, uh, the, the end, we thought, of central planning and communism. So they, for me, there was a link Uh, to put that song so we're gonna hear that song first and so if you don't want to hear the sound and the intro uh, you just have to skip to about five minutes extra so the next five minutes is gonna be the sound and the introduction of the live streams i did my best because i knew i was recording the 45th episode of this their real agile podcast so i did my very very best to make it audible but sometimes i did share my screen and i apologize in advance for saying like, do you see this, do you see that? But again, I know you jug with me. I know you do your spinning and walk out with me. This is what some of you are writing to me. So um, thank you so much for your support for this third year we had, we did together. We did our jogging together. So now you have, you're going to have an hour of an amazing show uh, about this very, very bold subject. <clears throat> about centralization, decentralization, and how business agility should help us create something <clears throat> more with freedom of choice, not imposition and so on. So this is an Agile Wars series, open mic series. When I do open mic, open mic could mean two things, and you could be invited, you could, you could come, because an open mind is I'm giving you the microphone uh, individually or in group, to speak your mind about all our subject of Scrum, Entrepreneuria, Business Agility, Conscious Leadership, Authentic Leadership, Intuitive Leadership, everything that is modern that we'd like to use to make this world evolve. Could we still evolve? Could we elevate ourselves? So we're going to see there, I'm, uh, I'm sending some Sparky for this end of year. Uh, because, uh, and you, you'll see with the Onward 2023, I think the great split will accelerate and uh, it's just okay. And 2023 is going to be the years of that I call it the great realization. Either we collaborate together and we let people do the fuck they want to do or, or we don't. But uh, this is the choice. We have to have the choice. Not in position. It has to be natural and organic. So enjoy the show. And uh, come back next week because it's uh, it's going to be another one on Friday the 30th for this onward French and English, but uh, separate. So thank you very much for being there again. So I'm your coach F, and I leave you with the show.
Jamais rater sa cible. Nous allons être audacieux en anglais. Don't worry, this is Jean Lelou. Welcome, beautiful and amazing people, uh, to this there real agile of the Agile Wars series, episode 42. I see a private member in the. Okay, that's right. Come on, have a seat, have a sip of your coffee, your drink. December the 16th, we are live on this Friday, December the 16th. Hello there, Ryan. Welcome. We are going to provide in the chat later, around 12.30-ish Eastern, the, the Zoom chat to open open up for some questions and calls. The music you are listening now, it's from uh, Quebec, Jean Leloup. Jean Leloup, John the Wolf. John the Wolf for the Tiger. Just to test the entry everywhere, we are live on YouTube, Twitter, Rumble, Instagram, and linked out linked out yes sir already 50 50 percent sold out for the january 26 from beer number 20 link are in the description of youtube yes 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 okay i think we are almost ready to Start uh, with the subject, the subject. Yes, 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 yes. 
Do you understand that, you English people? The DJ saved my soul with that song of the coalition of the first Gulf War, the collapse of the Soviet Union. Oh my God. Coach F, what the F are you talking about this Friday the 16th for the Dare Real Agile episode 45? That will be there probably some on Spotify, on Apple for those who run with me. It's going to be available between uh, the, the last Friday of December this year. Probably next Friday we're going to do that. All right, guys. So let's lower the music of Jean Leloup, 1990. Already 32 years ago, that song. Could you imagine that? And yes, DJ saved my life with the song. And we're going to let uh, some music in the background very slow, lowly. So welcome once again in the Agile Lounge for Business Agility. I am your host, and crazy agile coach, Coach AF, known by my real name, Alexandre Frédéric Jolie, broadcasting live from Montreal, Quebec, Canada. So today, 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 what are we are going to talk about? It came from three inspiration I have lately. I was providing a training to a development team, um, like uh, an intro training to uh, the agile mindset uh, from the Agile Manifesto and also introduce them to the possibility of uh, configuring Scrum into their team. And at some point when we were going through the value and the principles, and uh, one of the engineer asked me the question, by the way, uh, what do you think, AF? Uh, is, uh, is, uh, is Agile uh, something subversive to us becoming communisms uh, because of all of those uh, companies and organizations out there implementing in parallel with what they still call in the old world, the agile transformation. They, they want to do this uh, DIE, huh? diversity, inclusion, and equity uh, inside the corporation. And also the uh, strategic uh, kind of central planning or uh, the standardization of uh, governance into the corporation with ESG. And one of the engineers also pointed out uh, the latest uh, article with, um, with a book from Steve Denning called Reinventing Capitalism. So in that sense, and let's go see together, um, Uh, let's go see together the result of the poll. And uh, truly, LinkedIn, I don't understand what's going on. I've got 2,400 uh, followers, something so far. Uh, there have been about um, uh, 5,000 views of this and only three votes. So anyways, and uh, apparently uh, among the three voters of the thousand I've seen uh, the poll survey, uh, they mentioned that... That, that, that. Hold on a second. Here it is. Is it? I hope it's the right one. Anyways, let's just... Uh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, that's the survey. Perfect. Let me just... Like this, maybe... Is it is it big enough? Tell me in the chat if it's big enough. Is it big enough? It seems to be big enough. But anyways, we'll, uh, we'll see about it. It seems to be a latency right now. So remember, uh, remember that we are going to be... Um, some sync of uh, 30 second delay with LinkedIn, only 15 second on YouTube. And let me show you. So now, yes, three people voted about uh, an amount of uh, uh, 3,000 people who've seen the post and even with the comment and stuff. And um, yeah, two thirds says it's um, agile will, the agile movement or the agile philosophy, the mindset should help us 
uh, actually uh, improve capitalism. So we, we kind of stick with the free market type of range and stuff. And um, somebody uh, made, okay, that's right. I have to scroll you there. Somebody made a comment. I think it's Mr. Mizik. I hope to uh, will join on the call. Now you're really throwing the moves on the table. Yes. Okay. So it was not voting. So, but he is right. It's epic confrontation between the centralizer and the decentralizer. And we're going to see it like uh, very, very soon um, about it uh, because that was the, um, the meaning of Mr. Denning article also uh, that we're going to see together. So welcome, Ryan. Welcome, Greg. And as I said, um, we are going to um, put all the link in the pine comment of YouTube and Rumble uh, because I don't care about linked out and linked out doesn't give me the opportunity of providing you a great UX and UI experience, gentlemen. So that's why you will have to come to my YouTube channel after the show. We're going to pine comment with reference article of Steve Dennings and others, um, uh, including what we're going to talk today. So here's the thing. And maybe before, because I received some kind of private mail from a soi-disant agile coach. And I thought agilists are people open mind and uh, being able to discover any type of topics and stuff like that. And to my surprise, uh, people will F-word me and S-word me in private, um, telling me that uh, I'm completely a lunatic to to uh, call in that uh, Agile could be communist. But by the way, I have someone who's listening with me. He also part of, I said, I have three inspirations. So my training to a dev team asking about this social engineering uh, with D-I-E and E-S-G is environmental, social and governance in the corporation. And this Agile movement more and more uh, hijacked by OCM people. OCM stands for Organization Change Management. These people have no clue about software development. They have no clue about business agility, but they mingle into our agile transformation. You know, I don't believe on transformation. I believe in evolution over transformation because you have to adopt that mindset and start uncovering new ways as the manifesto invite us to do. And after you accept the invitation, it's time to agree on how we are going to do this. So for me, if you ask me, of course, it's a it's a shocking title. And I saw it shock at least three coaches, two from Montreal, one from abroad. Uh, they private messaged me to say, like, uh, I- I'm lusting it. But I'm not lusting it. I mean, if we are agile, we have to uncover. We have to be innovator and adopter of many things. And, uh, and music, nail it. Because it's exactly the point of probably Steve Denning and myself and other thinker. It's about those who want central plan or bureaucratic environment, the alpha organization. Correct me if I'm wrong, Ryan, about the beta codex. So those alpha organization, the thing of the past, uh, very hierarchical, besides subsension and circular, uh, circular kind of management or leadership. Uh, where people have a more say, the self-organizing theme is not chaotic. It should be something that empower responsible adults that want to work together. Uh, and this, I think we, we need a free market to do so. We need uh, uh, the freedom of choice, the freedom of movement, the freedom of speech, not the freedom of be safe. I don't want to change my safety. And by the way, in my thumbnail, I did put the study of liberty because I, I didn't know about like to represent capitalism 
my my uh, my publisher was giving me a lot of things like Coca-Cola. So that was not the point. I was completely stupid. So I think the study of liberty asking us to be pro, asking us to be innovator, to be, um, you know, a lot more meaningful. That was the thing. And I put there like decentralized and open over safe, open space over safe space. So that was the thing. So I see a couple of chat. I won't pay any attention right now. As I said, I'm going to open the Zoom and give you the Zoom link and the chat for those who want to call in. It's like a, it's like a calling um, a radio, a radio station today. And remember, this is a Dare Real Agile podcast. So it's for 80% of my follower those who grab it and download it from Spotify, Apple, Deezer, Audible. We are everywhere. We are 32 places, like even Amazon Prime. Uh, I have my podcast now and iHeartRadio for the people in Mexico and down there. So um, so here, here's the thing. And um, yeah, Ryan, you, you'll explain me about it. It's not a false binary. We have to do, unfortunately, for the pleb, for the masses, they have to have a, a black and white uh, one versus one. And for me, of course, I like to nuance it. And this is what we're gonna gonna try today. So one of the thing here is um, that uh, inspire me. So that question from the developer, they were questioning the fact that there's an ambience in the Western country now to be more central planning, to be more, you know, like uh, we talked about innovation. We talked about, and by the way. Another inspiration was also one of my listeners right now who says like, uh, oh, Denning is a communist. Well, anyways, I know for American, being communist is very like boom, boom, boom. Uh, but also in my research before the show, uh, when you you could do it yourself on DuckDuck Duck or Google, you said like, is Agile communist? Just ask the question. And there's a couple of articles on Medium and one on GitHub where they talk about because these are the PMPs, these are the classical alpha organization thinking that agile as a noun instead of an adjective, it's something utopic. Right? It's an utopia instead of a dystopian. And uh, that's why they say it's never worked because they don't know shit about what is real agile movement, the real business agility with or without conscious leadership. So that's the thing. So of course they will say like, oh, agile is communist because communists never work, which is, I kind of agree, uh, sort of, you have to be imposed. But here's the thing for those who remember the great round table with Jim Verkus, Daniel Mizik, uh, Michael Engelton and Suryu that we have last March talking about the age of imposition. That was the opening of this agile wars. And this question, the moves on the table, the elephant in the room that the community don't want to talk, or they're being offended about this, or they find it too more, too much binary. But the, the binary aspect is just to attract people and shock them. Then after, I couldn't care. It's because and the real question is, uh, this agile thing after 20-some years of the agile consortium um, that lead to the, the manifesto and those value proposition with the creation of patterns. And then now the world of business, the world of war was transforming. Now we talked about adoption and evolution and the entire society is in full bloom right now. We are in a split in our life, individually and collectively, whether you like it or not. It's a cycle that's repeat every 75, 100 years because a, a lost generation is completely disappearing. They're not there to remind us of the thing. So 
here's the thing. So, and, and the question arises too, I had a meeting yesterday, very interesting meeting with engineer, people who work in augmented reality, virtual reality, and that kind of meta shit that I call it, metaverse. And they were asking like, how is business agility was supposed to help us in digital transformation first and foremost? And it is supposed to help us now and the time of crisis and the time of especially when there's a big VUCA. So that was there for that, apparently. And um, the funny thing is right now they want to automate even the programming, the complex programming or the, the redundant task and, 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 and the machine coding and everything and to save a lot of hours. So the consulting firm start to realize that utilizing the thing to speed up the process or to automate everything will then human obsolete. So nothing is in the next 10, 20 years, nothing is there for the humanity, for the human being. It's all there for the machine. It's all there for the antisocial pact. And funny enough, you have all of that war culture with um, this uh, the, the diversity, inclusion, shit, and equity, and so on and so on. That nothing is on merit anymore. Nothing is on performance. Nothing is on super quality. It's all mediocrity. It's all socializing the masses and keeping the elite and those at the top very, very ultra capitalism. So that's kind of my editorial thought. And... Um, and these are the questions. So, and why is this agile community sliding into factions even more than prior to the manifesto with those uh, many type of framework and software development practice? And, uh, or it is, in my sense, is those with an alpha centralized mind of command and control versus the self-managed, self-organized, decentralized, open source, open mind, uh, way of approaching um, similarly what's happening in our society as a whole because um, I, I dare you to church um, imposition or force or mandatory. That's amazing how much we are being imposed right now in all aspects of our life, even with climate change. And I'm not talking about believing or not believing if it exists or what have you. It's just the thing that there's people who, who tend to think for us. And now I'm going to show you one of the latest article from Denning that inspire a bit of this um, podcast. If I could have the share button here, I hope it's going to work. It's an experience with a PDF. So tell me in the chat if you see on my screen because the feedback, okay, it's really small. Let's see if I do this. Not even Jesus Christ. And if I tried that like that, is it better? No, it's not the what here. Here. Yeah. So let me go back here. Okay. And if I put full screen. Mm, sort of. No, no change. Okay, so so that, that's the article, guys. Um it's called Another Form of Fake Agile, the Agile Sweatshop, because then Ad post in May 2019, an article about fake agile. We describe a lot of the inflation of certification, like I have the same mindset, the uh, agile industry and complex, the uh, imposition. Um, so, Ryan, you said it's better in full screen, but I don't see like this, if you say so. But I, for me, on my feedback from the studio, I don't see any difference. But if it's better for you, let's do it. Let, let me see if it's okay without my face in the corner. So... Uh, yeah, so in May 2019, he started and he continued what Martin Fowler 
and other co-sanitary has spoken about this fake agile, this uh, fake it till you make it. This is totally wrong, by the way. You have the right to mistake. Yes, you have the right to learn from your mistake, but don't fake it till you make it. Do the real thing. That's why we are called their real agile, because you have to do the real thing, learn the real thing. Shoe Ari, right? Shoe learn from one master. Then after, start bending the rule and tailor it. And then after, teach it to the world. So this is exactly part of the introduction of the manifesto anyways, if you want to create pattern. So what I like here on this article, if you still see it properly on the screen with my highlighting, it's agile and concept is the antithesis of a sweet shop because that's the thing with the big firm of consulting, with the agile industrial complex, with the end position, with an alpha organization wanting to transform with agile or an agile transformation as a noun instead of an adjective. That's what they create. They create sweep shop. A lot of developers come to me as their agile coach in the organization with even the scrum master. And we did a show two weeks ago about the scrum master being disminished to a clerk. It's disgusting. The scrum master, it's a powerful asset to any organization. And I love the, uh, according to McKinsey here. Okay. Anyway, so we could go back to this, but the, these are the problem. These are creating those uh, sweatshop of developer, even diminishing the role of the coach, the role of the facilitator as a servant leader that the scrum master here. And a scrum master, again, is the coach that masters scrum. Do you really master scrum? Are you able to help the team achieve a goal and something? So you see, so that's why I... Everything that's happening since 2010, and I observe it, and I used to be able to talk about it with co-sanitary, uh, and it was very fun. Now, right now, everybody is shooting everywhere, and we have this doubt. People are doubting if we are bringing value with this word. It's becoming the A word. Could you imagine that? Especially here in Canada and United States. And um, and the article of the name that I will put the link. Now I've got a PDF. I'll tell you why, guys. Because the, the, the website of Forbes is disgusting with all those pop-up. And even if I do some uh, ads blocker, I, so I didn't want to share the, this kind. So that's why I put in a PDF to have peace of mind. Um, so and they give an example about the Amazon Fulfillment Center. It's not just about software development team, by the way. Uh, they say they are agile. So this is the thing. It's again, it's like the society. We socialize the masses with the uh, diversity, inclusion, and blah, blah, blah. But we keep, um, you know, we keep the elite uh, doing whatever they want. So, uh, and so I love is, is binary thing, Ryan, is about agile mindset versus bureaucratic mindset. Uh, I'm more, as I will always been, a decentralizer myself. So for me, my binary type of bias is central plan versus decentralized open versus safe, whatever, but it's more than that. And we will be able to talk about it in about 10, 15 minutes. But here's the thing. So we're going to put again on the pine comment of Rumble and YouTube, you're going to have like the after show type of reference that you could go through uh, to read it by yourself and make it your own mind. But that was the um, <clears throat> the inspiration for for this kind of, 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 of the moment. And um and uh, I know we did uh, we did start the real agile because of too many papers back in 2019 about people calling out that the agile manifesto was actually 
uh, a manifest for feminism. Can you imagine? That? So people are talking shit all around the world. So that's why like three colleagues of mine says that the title of today, I am talking shit. So thank you very much. Or fuck you very much. Should I say, I don't care of the opinion of sheep because for me, it's important to have, yes, a binary subject like a boxing. Uh, let's, let's, let's wear the glove and let's have a boxing match and compare two ideas and the social system or social engineering. And to tell you the truth, after 23 years of practice and working with as much as IT, business, marketing and sales, finance, and those kind of people who are wonder what the fuck they do, uh, the OCM people, the organization or enterprise change management people, where they bring up some big psychology ID, neuroscience. Uh, what do you say in English is neuro-linguistic programmation. What the fuck is that? Do you want to manipulate mine or do you want to invite people to embrace change or to embrace something new? So this is what the manipulation in the world of business right now, and for years, by the way, that's really, I find it disgusting. And if people cannot get maturity enough and they don't want to learn NLP in English, that's why I thought it's like neuro-linguistic programmation. That's disgusting. I mean, this might be a great science between us, but that's the problem. When I see coaches spending and investing a lot of time doing psychology, and I remember when my mom was alive, she was a great psychologist here in Quebec. And she said, if you are a coach, my son, don't even mingle into that. You could inspire yourself by some kind of base of psychology and sociology, but stick to the point of where you have to coach it. You don't, you don't diagnosize your client. You don't try to influence your client with methods of neuro linguistic and stuff like this. So I find my colleague who do that very disgusting. It's, it's, it's not, it's not our place to do so. Um, it should be, it should be more regulated in that sense, even if I am against most of the regulation. But I think like we play with human being for God's sake, with their emotion, with stuff like this. So it's very, very a thin line for me. And then collectively speaking. So that's the thing. So more and more agile has a bad name because of the imposition, because of it's often lead by alpha mindset or alpha organization mindset or people from you know, the old ways. And uh, so that's why I'm even discovering in the last five years, my winning team, my winning organization is startup that become unicorn, which is $1 billion after one or two years. They get it and they don't even call it agile. They don't care. By the way, Apple and Amazon, the two A of the GAFA, because the, the Google and, and Facebook is shit. At least Apple and Amazon, whatever you your, your opinion of it, it's at least they produce something. You have you have a good, you have something. It's not like Facebook where they produce nothing, nothing else than psychological warfare, actually. Google the same. So so the GAFA for me doesn't exist. It's the double A, the double A of the beta codex. So those organizations, at least, they are agile without saying they are agile. They don't brag about that fucking word. They just do shit. They just deliver shit and they deliver good. Okay, whatever you think or not, I know there's a lot of things. And even in the article of the things, you will discover how much the sweep shop is everywhere now. But it's a sweep shop at $30, $30 an hour to work in their warehouse next to an airport. So, yeah, anyways, so modern slavery. Huh? So don't get me started. So anyways, so are we going to do in 2023, uh, some people declare it the year of collaboration. So how do we collaborate? If we are, as Ryan put in the chat, 
the false binary of free versus plan. I kind of agree with that, and I will let you jump if you'd like on the Zoom very soon <clears throat> to have a conversation. But for me, it's not that uh, uh, polarization, but we have a polarization in every aspect of our life, especially in the West. As I travel a lot, I realize that in the West right now, uh, there's a split. There's a split in every level of society uh, between uh, people who wants to be more organic. And I'm not just talking about food and stuff. It's organic. I mean, being a human being, having less technology with them and those who you know, want to go back, not in the Middle Age. Of course, there's a lot of uh, ecologist people. Um, uh, I'm, uh, I don't know exactly, but anyways, I'm opening it in about five minutes and I have to end the show at one because I have a client meeting uh, at one thirty. So that will be the deal. So anyway, for my listener who ran with us, I just want to apologize because I think I, I use a language of showing you the screen. So anyways, for those who are running with me on a Dairy Agile podcast, by the way, this is a live transmission on YouTube and Rumble. So once again, and the description of Spotify and Apple, you'll have the link to see our face and hear, uh, and hear the things. So um, what else I would like to talk about before opening the, the thing is... Um, oh, yes. And and many discussion we, we have about this. So it, it, it's not about defining if, if Adal is, is more capitalism or communism or whatever. So, but... Could it be a mean for some people or some organization to, you know, as I said, socializing the masses? I think, unfortunately, yes, I've seen it, um, especially when they embrace those uh, D.I.E. type of thing where they think they will be inclusive. But if you have diversity and inclusion in the same program, you create exclusion because to include some people, you will exclude some others. So, you know, nothing is perfect. Nothing is black and white. And I think we have to use a more common sense, a more intelligence over intellectualism and um, less strategy, more culture and action than I like to call it. Uh, because, yes, I mean, it's, it's all about what we are co-creating together. And if you are centralized, that's mean that you might impose something and, and every medium to large scale organization that don't achieve their business, business or digital transformation well enough is because they don't want to change their organization culture or their organizational design. Or they think that the model for one of their department or one of their team could be scaled all across the organization the same way, like a receipt. Like everybody's is eating lasagna all of the sudden. Really? What if I want to know Soboko or some French cuisine? You know, because maybe in some department and the bank, I won't name the bank, but do you think like the people who are in charge of developing product for mortgage and credit have the same kind of goal or reality or objective key result than those who are talking about investment, commodity, and so on and so on. So you see, even into the, the product-based type of thing, you should be decentralized. You should embrace the real diversity. So that's, for me, all the dichotomy I see in the world of business right now, in the world of work, like all of these layoffs, and it's going to be even worse in the first quarter of 2023, by also saying that we lack 
we lack workers who could actually uh, could actually um, what do you what do you call it? <clears throat> yeah, so so they're looking for a specialized or SME or I don't know, but at the same time they lay off a lot of people who are supposed to do the job. So because they 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 miss their target, they miss their 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 profitability uh, because of the inflation. Because we are in recession, even if nobody wants to admit it. So that's the great split for me. It's a great split, materialistically speaking, business wise, employment. So so things and then. Of course, we could be pushed. We could be manipulated to request for change. An innovator don't think about change. We think about um, trying new things empirically. But that's the thing too. Some social engineer, whatever the social system they have in the background, socialism, communist, capitalism, or reinventing capitalism and blah, blah, blah. What they do, what they do is they kind of impose incrementally what's going on in society and into corporation. Um, 20-some years ago, when I started to be a scrum master, I've seen it. Uh, they wanted to scale the achievement that the fact that we were winning, delivering value more rapidly than any other uh, PM Buck type of thing or even Prince 2. Uh, but instead of inviting people um, to see if it was appropriate to them, they were imposing this kind of recipe into different value streams. And it didn't work, for sure. So, and we still, 20-some years later, like this. And I remember also this change management thing that when it started appearing, they always there to distract people about any really meaningful goal for the satisfaction of the customer of that company or the employee elevation with their professional development. No, it was all of a sudden, let them, let keep them busy changing things or implementing new software and implementing new digitalization of things. So when they're busy like this, they don't have a think about their professional development. They don't have a thing about, and the customer, it's cat and two that we change our rules and this and that. So it's always like they keep that pace, this continuous space as a pressure to the workers and even to the customer. And it's creating a world where nobody has time to pose, breathe and think. In nature, maybe sometimes if you start doing it, let me know. Oh, you will have more new ideas coming up. When you go run in a park and then after you run, you stop, you breathe, you meditate, you observe, you listen to the birds and the squirrel. I don't know. So let's, um, let's open up for some calls for the next uh, half hour. I think I've said mostly what I've thought, but there's so much to say about it. And I want to hear from. <clears throat> Sorry about my voice. So I don't know if uh, Ryan, Craig, and Danielle, you hear. Uh, I'm just in the studio right now. Uh, you won't be seen. Only your voice will be heard if you have a good microphone. If your microphone is not good, well. So let me uh, give you the link once again. Mm-hmm. Well, here it is. No, this is not what I want. So it's really simple. I'll give the, the link in the chat. So wherever you are. And I'm waiting for your call. 
here for the next half hour before we close the show. I got a client engagement at 1.30. So, um, and again, I would like to thank very much the 19 new subscribers on YouTube. And also, uh, that was amazing to um, to see um, uh, the, uh, the growth we had on the podcast, especially the podcast. Uh, for me, that was amazing uh, to see that this year we, we grow amazingly. So I thank you very much, everyone. And I know a lot of people are starting to buy me a coffee to encourage me. Hey, we have our first call. Let's see who it is. It's Mr. Greg. All right. Ding dong, Mr. Kramer. Nice to see you for the first time. How are you doing? Are you there? Speak. <laughs> oh, I don't hear you, my friend. No, everything is fine. Ah, go ahead. No. I kind of hear you very in the background. Could you pop up the volume, maybe? So, um, so while waiting to see if Greg could join us on the call, I just want to remind everyone that uh, 50% sold out for the Scrum Beer. So once again, you will have the link in the description. Here's Ryan coming up. We'll see if it's my side or... Casting. Oh, yes. Greg. Yeah, am I in? Yes, you're in. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. So what was that? Because I'm green everywhere. Yeah, no, we were good. That was on my end, my bad. Okay, no problem. It's called user experience. So nice to meet you finally, Greg. Yeah. Um, and uh, as yeah, I said, no, I think, as I said, there's only... You know, we've got the uh, the Mike Beetle connection, so that was in the Dan Mezic connection too. So amazing, yes, it's a pleasure, uh, pleasure to meet uh, meet you uh, finally here. And then uh, I'm a, a Hamill fan and a Deming fan, and kind of all the usual like big name. Uh, yeah, but I liked it when you when you wrote me because, as I mentioned in the opening of the show, I had three inspiration to do this topic today. One of the developer team that I did the training lately, they were asking if Agile was a subversive way of bringing more socialism or communism. And then when, I, when we have an exchange on LinkedIn about uh, Denning uh, last book or something, you said like, you, you affirm that he's a communist. And um, so I said, okay, so let's bring out this topic. So what, what do you say about this? Uh, and uh, I know Ryan will maybe join later a little bit, but is it too binary or because for sure, yeah, I believe I mean, it's. I think that was, you know, and that was just uh, kind of an intentionally provocative and yeah. uh, and uh, uh, probably overly dramatic way of uh, framing things, just to uh, uh, you know uh, get a, get some discussion going. Yeah, because me too. I'm not. I'm not in the duality. I don't believe in this versus that. And every time I see an article, Scrum Master versus Agile Coach, I find it very useless. But I mean, 
at some point we have to have title to to attract people but when we have the discussion now so but nevertheless do you see uh, how much if you said we have a little connection so business agility probably how do you see the fact that 20 years ago it was more agile software development and and delivery of goods and product and uncovering new ways of satisfying the client with the lean kind of thinking and stuff. And nowadays, don't you think, I don't know if you work in organization, they go into digital transformation or into what have you. So what do you think of those people with no background in technology, no background in business, becoming agile coach and just talking about diversity, inclusion and inequity and stuff like this and this ESG program, uh, for standardization of all the corporations. So what do you make of this? Do you observe the same thing in the United States that we do in Europe and Canada? Or um, You know, you uh, there's just just so, so many uh, uh, things to discuss there. I guess the first thing I would, uh, before, since I'm just getting to know you, is, the, uh, is all the orange a hat tip to Bitcoin since uh, that's the color of is that why you have uh, all no, your stuff orange? No, no, I, I was orange before Bitcoin, and gladly they choose that color. I don't remember for which reason. I think uh, I think the uh, the Satoshi gang uh, were thinking about the the sun rising, so that's probably why it's orange. That's the story I've got in 2010. But okay. um, orange was already like my a, color. Huh? It makes you look like a total hardcore uh, Bitcoin. <laughs> of course, and like Max Kaiser, you know, Max Kaiser, he has this yeah, orange so building. Like, yeah, I wouldn't be able to Distinguished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so like, it's you and Max, or Ryan <laughs> uh, he's a good friend, by the way. So, uh, oh, he is. Yes, That's he is. It. Oh my goodness! Wow, so you are. Uh, and uh, and Tim Drapper, I don't know if you know Tim Drapper. Oh sure. Yeah. Okay, so I, I kind of met them a couple of times in this and uh, this fear of decentralized finance and. Uh, investment and new ways of, of being more autonomous. It's all about this. But that's the thing for me. And Daniel Mizik uh, nailed it in, in the comment of my uh, post I did uh, early this week. He said, oh, now you're throwing the moves on the table about decentralization and centralization. This is it. It's exactly that. And position... Yeah, I don't have any idea why he's not here. I think he should be in this conversation. Yeah. Yeah, but I... Uh, I'm not pleased that either one of them haven't shown up here. <laughs> but anyways, so, so so share your thoughts because it's an open line for the next uh, 20 minutes or so. So tell me, uh, t- tell us to my audience, especially now it's a, it's the podcast recording right now for the Day Real yeah. Agile. We have a lot more. We have an audience of 5,000 people all across the world, uh, even in Brazil. They all speak English. So so what's your thought about this kind of topic of, you know, that people well, talk I, about? Yeah, I've been, you know, because we... Uh, you know, you and I, the way we intersected was kind of having, and you've been in the space a super long time. And these guys, you know, that are the leaders of, you know, the scrum and that, I've been orbiting in that world since about 2017, maybe a little bit earlier. But Mezik was a central uh, guy for me to, like, get involved. So that was really, you know, I was a big Tom Peters fan, and Tom Peters is a, you know, he talks even, you know, I think he's pushing 80 now, but he's talked really his whole career about, you know, the, uh, humane, extreme humanism, human over technology, like all these, you know, things that, you know, have, have been attracted to me my whole business career. And then, you know, you get uh, Sutherland and Scrum and, 
And then, you know, Daniel introduced uh, me to, uh, you know, maybe it was 2016. I don't forget how far back my uh, friendship with Daniel goes, but it's a long, getting to be a long time. And then, you know, I ran into Mike Beetle and, you know, all these topics and, you know, the way that like someone like Mezik, you know, he's not a guy in a bar when he says something like it's, you know, just centralized versus decentralized because anyone in a bar having a beer could say that, right? Yeah. And so, you know, when you've got, uh, when you've got, uh, you know, these, uh, you know, 20 years under your belt of implementing software and, you know, kind of the most sophisticated organizations, you know, there's a sense of uh, accomplishment there that these guys, you know, that I actually don't like to hear myself talk as much as hear guys like Sutherland and Mezik and, you know, these people that have been in the trenches of these organizations, you know, Mike Beetle and stuff being one of the first that guys that did scrum in an organization. And, no. You know, the tragedy of him never really, uh, you know, getting enterprise scrum uh, launched. Uh, but yeah, I think, you know, all these, uh, uh, you know, all these incredible uh, topics that are so important for the next leaders. Yeah, speaking of generation, that's the thing right now. When I work with mostly startup in Latin America, of these young people, I don't know if they call them the Z or the Alpha new generation. I don't know because they're they're about in the twenties, early twenties, mid twenty five, out of college. I'm thinking they don't care about all of these concepts or methodology or whatever. They they just want to make money. They want to make a living. They don't want to work as we did in the corporation, nine to five, blah, blah, blah. So they create their, they're self-aware more than we were. And they, they want to be creative. They want to be innovative. They want to change, not changing the world, but they just want to create their own employment. And, and, you know, I make connections sometimes because when you look at the decentralized finance, the Bitcoin, because the rest is centralized. All the other shit coins are centralized. I'm not the only one saying it. Michael Seller is analyzing it. Uh, even Kathy Wood that I kind of despise sometimes, she start getting it. She start understanding now that Ethereum is a centralized coin owned by Vitaly. So that's the problem. When people purchase the crypto, because Bitcoin is one of the crypto, but it's the only one decentralized that it's owned by no one. It's owned by the community of co-creator. So for me, I think the model of the Bitcoin and the blockchain revolution especially as described by John McAfee, the late John McAfee, that should be a model for a business agility. Because for me, if you want a true sense of business agility and other thing, it has to be decentralized. It has to be tailored to a specific fit-to-purpose context within organization. And when we talk about large-scale organization, I work in a big bank. If they apply for 25,000 employees, the same, exactly the same model, it won't work. And people will start screaming, ah, Scrum doesn't work. No, because they will be better off with a DevOps type of thing and the way they deliver goods to their user. So that's people don't understand that. They don't understand the need of, of tailoring the thing to the business context and also probably the technological context or the complexity or not the thing. So, so that's why it's not working because people are just, Probably because their fear to, to, to fail. So we're still in a culture that if you fail, you have to continue the plan anyway, instead of stopping it. 
And I was speaking about it in, in a dinner last night well, with some. I mean, a lot of these guys have been, if you just like, if we take a look at Hamill, for instance, you know, for how long now has he been saying that, uh, you know, I like if he goes into an organization, be it a bank or any organization, and he sees something that looks like a traditional hierarchy, <coughs> he's, he's just out. He's like, yep. this, this is a dead company walking. Yep. Exactly. So how long has he been saying that? So I don't think Hamill's a Bitcoiner. No, near. he's been saying it for 35 years. Yeah, I exactly. think roughly. I think yeah, Gary. You, you talk about Gary Hamill, right? You talk about Gary Hamill. Gary Hamill. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For the last 40 years, I might say. Uh, yeah, probably. Is that I what mean, you think? At some point, like you know, like the Bitcoin thing, like fix the money, fix the world. You would say these these and Hamill has said that in his books. You know that these companies that have traditional hierarchical structures are dead, and they don't know it. Yeah, and you're going to, you're going to get these you know executives that are more uh, that are more at the tail end of their careers, and they're just trying to limp it out for the last you know bit and get their little retirements and like you know coast off and and you know lay low, right? So for a lot of these folks, you know, if you kind of look at everything, in my opinion, everything post uh, 2008, the great uh, financial crisis, everything beyond that is bullshit. Like they've done all this, uh, you know, smoke and mirrors manipulation of the monetary supply. Yep. QE, you know, Project Twist. And it's, oh, but it's it's central planning, and we all know central planning doesn't. I mean, how many times does this, you know, hubris and uh, like how many times do we have to learn this lesson? Every every cycle of 10 years back in the day with the recession and correction of the market, we're doing that. So you said 2008, that was a big, big crisis. The, uh, yeah. uh, the but, but, but even in 2001, the, the recession of 1982 with Reagan and Thatcher was horrible. I mean, they started central planning even then. That's uh, right. You could say. So, and even like, uh, I don't want to go back to, yeah, probably uh, the last centuries was the kind of, since 1913, when the Federal Reserve Act was enabled yes. in your country, this is when the shit started falling down apart, I think. Fiscally speaking, because the real economy been tossed aside for this financial type of economy from the, you know, whoops, we lost Ryan. I don't know why he's okay. So, but Craig, um, the other thing that I connecting with this blockchain revolution of the centralized finance is when I see those young entrepreneurs asking a guy like me to help them with a scrum base type of thing to, to uh, kind of embrace a way of delivering goods. And they want to create their own job. They want to be autonomous. And the Bitcoin movement is not necessarily, yeah, it's becoming a commodity right now, sort of speak. Um, will it replace gold? I leave it for another debate. But the thing is, it was created also for the bankless, for those people who won't have access to a bank account. So they becoming their own bank. So you could not have it with Ethereum and all the other shit coins. I'm so sorry. It's not, you don't own it. But the Bitcoin is yours forever if you're safe. Yeah. Hey, Ryan, welcome. Hi, Ryan. We have about 12 Hello. minutes to exchange, so let's exchange uh, all together. Uh, do you know Craig? 
I we don't. I don't. Sure. Um, I saw you in the YouTube chat break, so I'm, All right, I'm Ryan. Uh, happy to, to see you. <laughs> I'm kind of on my on my phone. I can't see the whole screen. But. No problem. And as um, as I mentioned, you are uh, audio only because that's the recording of the Dairy and Agile. And even if I'm live on YouTube and Rumble, uh, we don't see your face right now. So just be at ease and and just exchange on the ideas. So. Oh, because I can I can I can see you and Greg on the Zoom. So oh, on the Zoom, yes, of course. But uh, you're not on the on the studio. I'm, I'm not pushing oh, okay. those image on the on the live stream. That's what I'm saying. So okay, it's more like a, a modern there uh, calling, uh, <laughs> if I may say so. So Ryan, what do you think about this? Um, I I wanted to to check in just to kind of <clears throat> let you know I was here and listening, um, and I think. Uh, I don't want to stop on what we are in, in the big topic, but I mean, it was, I just, I, I think, I think the, the, obviously the frame is a provocative one, capitalism versus communism. And I think those are, and there's so many different flavors. I mean, there's so many different forms of each of those things are so many, are you know, so many different uses mm-hmm. and communism is such a trigger word for those of us here in America because of the last 50 years. I know that, that any kind of collective benefit, any, any kind of, um, I wouldn't even say social change movement that is, um, moving from a rugged individualist to a collectivist, well, I can't even say collectivist without triggering, you know? I got so, you. I got you. But that's the purpose. Let's have a, a frank there discussion about it. So express yourself, right. my friend. It's yours. Uh, again, I, I don't know what I feel. But it, sometimes it feels like it's not okay to say you don't, know, you don't know really which way you want to go with it. Do I want to be independent? Yes, I want to be independent. Do I, do I think that the Agile Manifesto is has embedded within it some kind of code for communist collectivists. Oh, oh hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, now, no, now so. this is not this is not a purpose. The inspiration for that topic today of this show is nothing to do about the manifesto. It's nothing to do about okay. the intention of the seventeen guys that meet together. It's okay, about so that, that. That I think is where we. we I got as I said in the intro of the show. It it came from three trigger for me. Lately, I don't know for what reason, but when I was teaching agility and scrum to some teams, they were asking me if there's a social engineering behind that. They're not uh, someone asked me that too in the training I was in. Also. You too, okay. And also, Steve Denning just put a new book called "Reinventing Capitalism." We have uh, Richard Barrett, the ex-leader of the World Bank who created the Conscious Leadership Movement and Conscious Capitalist Movement, and you have. Um, uh, and also Craig, who is here, uh, wrote to me about how oh, Denning is a communist. <laughs> and coming from an American... What does that mean? <laughs> I know. So let, let's ask him. Let's ask him what does that mean. Was it, was it a trigger? So, so for me, it's not about the, the social system, but also when I did some research to see if some other people have spoke about agile and communism, for instance, I found a couple of articles on Medium and uh, GitHub, but it's come from PMPs, who see Agile as the communist manifesto in terms of utopia. So that's why they, and they explained that Agile always fell like communists always fell. So that was our topic for oh. me. That was not the topic. For me, the topic was the fake Agile denounced by the last article of Denning about the sweep shop creating and those. 
I hadn't read that. I, I'm glad you shared that article in the. Yeah, I will do. I will do. And the reason I took the PDF is because even with my ad blockers, when you are on the website of Forbes, it's it's, Forbes it's disgusting. Yeah. Yes, you are you have pop up everywhere. So I, I cannot share the screen with like that. But I will, uh, as I said, on the pint comment of YouTube and Rumble, you will have the link, or I could uh, send it to you on your private message for you for you two guys uh, as a perk. But uh, and more than that. But yeah, so for me, of course, it's a shocking title. It's like a year ago we did a podcast uh, uh, speaking about his agile feminism. Because the people ask this question, it's all. But for me, their real agile is talking about things that people barely think, and and so she she, she trigger us. It was an article on Medium again. She says like, oh, it's, it was only white guys. So she forget that Mike Beadle was the Latino. Oh, this That's, that and this is this is that and this is the Suman Sarkar. Yeah, I default Suman, right? He he totally comes in with that. And and this it's it's hard to put a space in yourself between like someone comes out and, and calls this you know whatever whatever pejorative about the agile in general yep. and it's it's hard not to just kind of say well no but to show this is the thing are you coming from a place of contempt or a place of curiosity exactly right. a real openness so, this, a real openness of uncovering new ways of addressing those subjects. So I think uh, I, heard, I thought I heard I thought I heard you chime in. I wanted to make sure that didn't stop on you. What? Uh, well, this is just such a you know I mean so many uh, deeply charged topics. <laughs> so congratulations to you, uh, Coach AF, for you know taking on a big uh, topic like this that we all have strong opinions on. I think you know, yeah. everyone we could just kind of go door to door here on these topics, and everyone would have uh, you know very strong opinions. But, but the thing is, if, if, if we go back to the basic, um, you know, the reason for the Agile Manifesto back in the day, it was to stop that kind of war framework and having a common value. I know commoner could be another trigger for Americans, like collectivists and stuff like this. But I mean, they just try to collaborate together. And I saw a couple of associations. They, they claim that in the Agile and Business Agility Movement, 2023 should be the year of collaboration because what? They feel that we are splitting again. And, uh, but again, it's become to collaboration to enforce what a centralization of thought or could we, as far as, you know, uh, you know, provocatively calling Deming a, a communist, I do know, I loved uh, Steve Denning's work. So again, um, you know, all the stuff he's written, I've been a big fan of, but I think he comes out of the world economic forum and all his stuff seems bent lefty to me. And so, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, this idea that Bitcoiners have anyway, this idea of fix the money, fix the world, I think Denning would be in that camp of people that, you know, sort of think that they can, you know, manipulate the money supply to have this agenda. And so I think in that regard, I would like to see, uh, you know, the Bitcoiners that are, you know, say down in El Salvador now and the, the scrumster. So that's really going to be, you know, uh, since they made that Bitcoin legal tender in El Salvador, you know, these businesses that emerge when, you know, you're trying to, you know, operate your business on a Bitcoin standard. And to me, I guess my idea is that a lot of these, uh, you know, these ideas from Mike Beetle and Jeff Sutherland and, 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 and Hamphall, that potentially they flourish in a, in a Bitcoin standard world. It is because of this 
autonomous idea that promote the self-awareness and the self-organize of individuality over collectivity. That's the thing. And when you say Bitcoiner, they fix the money, fix the world. I know, I will say it's only 5% of our community with that mindset. Most of the Bitcoiner that I met and I network with in the last 13 years are mostly more a libertarian type of mindset. Okay, about like, leave us alone. And if we need to to help each other, we'll do, we'll have our back. My, my seat of the pants uh, 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 estimation of the scrum crowd is that they've been heavily left. It's been a bit what? They like it's a heavily leftist crowd, and like the same way that say not everybody at Twitter was a you know lefty, but you know uh, Elon took it down from eight thousand down to fifteen hundred, right? And that you know just by virtue of being in San Francisco, yep. by you know working for a tech company, you're going to have in terms of you know in terms of Trump. Uh, I and I don't want to like, get super political, but just I think that would be a factual thing if you just like To be innovative, do we need a safe space or an open space? Do we need to have a more, um, do we have the free expression to express our ideas or we have to be a yes man and yes woman to a certain type of thinking? So this, I think we, we are in a movement and right now, you know, I've got some colleagues for the Scrum Alliance uh, gathering in Lisbon Their paper was refused, even paper talking about Mike Beadle innovation, because it was not enough and to the range of what Scrum Alliance was expecting about the diversity, inclusion, and equity again. Yeah, I mean, I can barely restrain myself. <laughs> I know, no, no, you, you're, you're free. They're real agile. You could use the F and the S word. The only word I don't want is the N word, but all the other words, you could do this. I mean, so, so yeah, so, but that's the thing. So we see now, and I've got a coachy. She's doing a master uh, in, uh, in sociology and her memoir was declined because it was not enough inclusive. So we are there yeah. now. And then, uh, I mean, you're getting inclusivity of what, for what purpose and why? Because she wanted to. Those are the questions that aren't asked. Yeah, but the thing like uh, the, the, now the, you can now write a paper if, You're not using certain words or certain aspect of describing. Not, like, I guess you're not against the current thing. So whatever the current thing is. So, you know, today it's, you know, you know, the things we've gone through over, like, it seems like things, uh, uh, you know, become the topic of du jour. And if you don't have the right opinions on climate control or... Exactly. It's lives, always a streams. Or, it's a streams of narrative that you have to be in it. You have to be in it. If yeah. you're not in it, we won't give you exposure. So that's the thing. Hey, Greg, just a minute. I know, I know Ryan has to go, I think, at one o'clock. That's what you said in the chat or... Well, I... I... You, you said you were stopping at one. I have someone who's, who's asked for my attention. I said I'm either one. I'm I'm free for a little longer. Okay. Uh, beyond that, I mean, me, I have a one thirty, and I have to prepare a little for it. So that's why I'm asking you. But I was maybe I misread you when I said like 1 p.m. No. Or, okay. 
So, so Greg, I'm sorry to cut you out like this because uh, I, I always try to, to keep the show within an hour and so on. But for sure, hey guys, what I could do with you and we'll invite Danielle and others on the 13th of January, which is a Friday. Also, it's Friday the 13th. <laughs> I'm going to celebrate not the Dare Real Agile because I know listeners right now are listening to Dare Real Agile, but the Friday Live Agile will be the 100 episode. And uh, I wanted to do an open mic. We're giving you the voice more than me talking. Uh, and it should be an hybrid type of moment because I will be in a studio in downtown Montreal with people inside the room and people uh, directly on the studio, not on Zoom. I will provide you a link to be in a studio, uh, visually speaking. So if you if you in for that and you bring on the table whatever you want, uh, it's not a review of my 100 episode before. It's anything you want to talk about, business, entrepreneurship, uh, innovation, technology versus humanity, whatever. It's going to be an open mic, maybe for a two-hour show or a 90-minute show because I've been told by my coach not to do uh, the Rogan of myself. It depends. But anyway, so that's an invitation for you, gentlemen. And uh, you don't have to prepare anything. Just be authentic. Just be yourself. But I will give you more space within that 90 minutes. That's Friday the 13th, 12 Eastern. Uh, you're in Wisconsin. I'm assuming it's central time for you, Greg, or... It is, yeah. No, I'm okay. in. Come in. Good. So that's an invitation, and I will I'll try to have Danielle and others also to to talk yeah, about it. And, and, and Michael Arman. Now, so he's yeah. always got you know hot provocative takes, and I've always <laughs> loved his uh, you know his uh, uh, advocacy for no forcing mm. and invitation. And I just think that clearly you know, he's really uh, onto something. And, and you know what? That. You know what? I might ask uh, Mike Skyler to join us too. Who knows? Oh my goodness! Yeah. Well, uh, okay, that would be uh, <laughs> if he could. Mike Skyzer is the uh, arrangement of Bitcoin, like this. Is is the crazy a Bitcoin advocate? Yeah. Yeah. If you could actually get Max on, that would be crazy. But Max likes to hear himself talk. So the danger with Max is that he just gets up on a soapbox and. Uh, later and he doesn't say he doesn't shut up. You you could be surprised. Well, I will have Stacy to come alone, and then Stacy will control him on, on the microphone, or something like this. But but we'll see. But but at least uh, I don't want to be this one on the red episode to be just about agile or scrum. I want to be like about anything that touch. Um, I would love we... to have. Uh, I would love to have Jeff Sutherland. Uh, you could pull him in. I don't actually know uh, some of his thoughts on. I, he seems like he's kind of more in the background and. Of what you mean? You mean the Bitcoin thing or the? Uh, well, the... just the like like these big you know kind of issues you raise. I just, would just like to hear him rip on that. We'll see. I might ask uh, Danielle if it's uh, because again it's in, it's in about a month. And people, so I don't know after Christmas, but anyways, so for you guys, you know it. I think I, I already sent an invitation to some people, Ryan, for the 13. So the 13, one already episode, I want to have an open mic and to give a forum to people to express themselves. They, they might be people from Montreal in person and you on the screen. How are we going to do this? It's going to be uh, amazing, I think, to celebrate 100 episode of Friday Live Agile. And today, guys who run with me because they wrote to me to say that they do their jogging or spinning, listening to the Dare Real Agile podcast from all around the world. <laughs> and I have a scrum mistress who's listening to me in Oslo. Thank you again for your gift and your satoshi that you sent me last week. She's a, Ooh. it's her. 
she called herself a scrum mistress. Disclaimer here from Oslo, Norway. Because oh, not not a master, not a master. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So so don't 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 get me wrong, people. So thank you very much, uh, Ryan and Greg, to have jumped in into this open Zoom call, and uh, to be continued. Next week, uh, guys, I am going to be live, but very relaxed because it's going to be the Friday before Christmas, the the, the resurrection of our Lord, the Son. Uh, so I'm going to be probably uh, doing a kind of uh, uh, onward 2023. I don't like to do retrospective of 2022. It's useless, but let's inspect and adapt thinking onward 2023 with reskilling or professional development. That might be the subject of next week. And um, just having it relax because it's a Friday just before Christmas. I'm not assuming that. A lot of people will tune in. So thank you very much, everyone. Thank you for those who bought me a coffee. I really appreciate it. Remember to give a thumbs up to this video to help the channel grow. Share this video, this folly, this craziness of Coach AF, if you like it. And uh, I'll see you next week. And oh, and remember, you are a powerful person. You are a beautiful person. And you are free to be whoever you want it to be and to do whatever you want it to do with the golden rule and respect of one another. Thank you and have a great weekend. Thanks for taking on such a bold topic. In la cash. In la cash a la ken. <laughs>